Hi, I'm Paul Carr. This is Teacher Tales. Um, if you hear a little snoring in the back, that's my my bull terrier, uh, Snoopy, and I, I think it's kind of cute. So if you don't hear it, oh well. Anyway, um, I have always been in love with New Zealand. I've been there a couple times, love the place, and this is a New Zealand story. I mean, to me, they just do everything right. And the name of this story is Hope. So comments at the end. Auckland, New Zealand. Question. What does a Peace Corps volunteer do after teaching science to elementary students for two steamy wet years on the tropical Polynesian island of Western Samoa? If he can, he trots off to nearby westernized New Zealand. And what first act does he commit to integrate himself back into Western European culture? Does he search for museums? Does he ferret out the library on the hallowed grounds of the university? Does he need to see a Shakespearean play? Or does he seek out the largest and most gaudy movie theater in the North Island of New Zealand? Answer, none of these. Two years of boiled fish, coconut cream and rice, and questionably cooked pork left the food craving hard to fill. So. This ex-Peace Corps volunteer made her beeline to McDonald's. My feet shuffled forward with the slowed pace I had become accustomed to. Two years of going slow in Samoa slowed one down. I scanned both sides of Queen Street looking for the McDonald's I had heard of, even in my far-off Samoa. Civilization, I thought, with a smile as people rushed past me in their business suits, ties, and time-sensitive schedules. The paved streets and noises of the city left my mouth agape. Quaint, do-it-tomorrow Samoan village life and get-it-done-now city life clashed within me. I turned and faced the clean windows of an apothecary shop, drugstore in America. My Anglo reflection stopped me and a sea of white people rushed by. I hadn't had a moment of anonymity for two years among a sea of lovely brown-hued Polynesians. Being stared at and the object of harmless but unasked touching had been my norm in Samoa. Finally here in New Zealand, I could pace a street and not be noticed. I could speak English, even if there was a bit of a difference to native speakers but one question lingered for a returned Peace Corps teacher. Would I be reaccepted when I finally went home? Would I be able to readapt? Would even a modern Western society like New Zealand and my America have a place for me or anybody who might not exactly fit in? Two years ago, my 12-week training course had ended with a casual remark by one of our Peace Corps trainers. You might not believe this, but the toughest part will be coming back. Being reaccepted will be the challenge. People won't understand what you did, and they won't even really care, most of them. Well, in New Zealand, although no obscene golden arch spanned across the front of the building, the bold McDonald's sign did make it easy to locate. The refurbished, classic Victorian building with a cathedral ceiling impressed me, but then again, 
I have squatted in thatched huts for over 730 days. At the moment, it didn't take much to impress me. I ordered my food, enjoyed the smell wafting through the warm paper bag, clutched onto my sweating drink, and secured a solo seat on the second floor terrace. There, I slowly and with much satisfaction dug into my order of fries and a Big Mac. The rain outside encouraged me to take my time and peruse my fellow humans down on the first floor from my perch on the mezzanine. A young, very overweight man with Down syndrome ordered, or at least attempted to order, lunch. Confused and perhaps a little nervous, he changed the order once, twice, and then again. Soon a line formed behind him as things slowed. My eyes widened. I stopped chewing and leaned forward to see and to hear as much as I could. The scene at the counter seemed destined for catastrophe. The young man dug into his pockets, pulled out some change, slapped it on the counter and faced the manager. Here's the money. He stated loudly and with unrestrained joy written all over him. Sorry, lad, said the manager, but that's a bit short. And I thought, Lord, if this poor boy with Down syndrome is having a hard time, it doesn't bode well for anybody. Not even an ex-Peace Corps teacher just finished in Samoa. I sad. I sighed with sad resignation. The quiet line behind the boy moved closer, pressing in to the counter. A thin young girl with matching yellow ribbons in her hair, perhaps 12, wormed her way to the boy's side. Here! She opened her small child's purse and placed the folded bill before her. I'll pay for him. <clears throat> the mass of people stopped in their tracks. An uncomfortable silence hung like a low, dark cloud. Then an elderly man in the crowd called up. I'll pay for him. Another person made a similar offer. And then another. And another. The manager held up his arms in a motion of supplication. No, no, he said, this one's on me. The manager bagged what the young man had ordered, and then some. He passed the full bag to the waiting man. The young man beamed with radiant approval. Thanks, thanks heaps. And he hurried out into the rain with a beatific smile. From my perch on the second floor, I bit into my burger, listened to the rain, and closed my eyes. There is hope. There's hope. Anyway, yeah, uh, that chokes me up. Yeah, that boy was so happy. And uh, the, the young girl, she wasn't with him. You know, big yellow ribbons. She started the whole thing. But... Ah, New Zealanders, they're, they're a good bunch. Uh, I remember one time when I was there, they had had some poor, unfortunate girl, God bless her, she had been raped and murdered, and it stopped the country. They had a protest on Queen Street in Auckland. Thousands of people were there, thousands, protesting the rape of one child. I mean, oh my God, what a place. What a place. If you get a chance, go to New Zealand. It's, uh, it's unlike everywhere else, and it, it really is a, a lot of sanity.
in a in a crazy in a crazy world. It's just clean. Thirty percent of New Zealand is national parks. The people are friendly. They don't lock their doors. They deliver milk and glass bottles to doors. Um, I think they had seven gun murders in in the past four years. You know, and their population is four point five million. Um, you know, it's just it's just what an amazing place. What an amazing place. Um, so anyway, so this is 32, and it's called Hope, and uh, that gave me hope. That gave me hope. So uh, thank you. Hope you liked it. <laughs>